All right, everyone. Welcome back. We are back after a week off from welcome moving. Welcome back. We're back. We're back. Start your engine. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, the flyover. It's the flyover. <laughs> uh, well, we had a crazy week. We finally moved uh, cities. We're done moving, but because of that... I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, we're tired. I had to take the day off from work today because... I was extremely tired, and I'm still tired, mm-hmm. so. And it's a big deal if you had to take off work. Yeah, I, it's not easy to just take off work where I work. <laughs> you have to kind of have everything planned ahead, so thank you, work, mm-hmm. for letting me take off. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, work. We won't say who you are, but thank you. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> but first things first, I need to do. What? A shout out our YouTube. I haven't talked about it. I also haven't talked about our Twitter. What YouTube? so we do have a youtube channel it's fans talk nascar um Mm -hmm. it's uh you know it's our episodes but i do provide like visuals like if we're talking about uh crashes and whatnot if there was footage uploaded somewhere it's probably up there in the visuals you Mm -hmm. know just to help you get an idea if that's something you are you do want like if you're a listener and you're like, I wish I had the visuals, you have them. I just haven't talked about them. We also have our Twitter. We haven't been that active on it. We honestly, we really started it what last week. I mean, we made it about a few months, a few weeks ago, but mm-hmm. we haven't been active on it until probably last week. We're going up to Texas. We aren't really good at social media, but it was just because we're busy. Yeah, we were busy. We've been extremely busy moving and getting everything ready. So I didn't really have... Like, this last week, I was off of social media probably the whole week, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I just am off social media, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I have I have accounts everywhere, but I'm not, like, ever on them that much. Except mm-hmm. TikTok. I think today was the first day I was actually on social media. Maybe yesterday a little bit. But mm-hmm. this week... So we should be more active on it. And you'll see us more talking about NASCAR on it. On Twitter, we have the updates. Um, on Twitter, I, I did inform our Twitter peeps, which we don't have yet. But <laughs> if you happen to see it, I did inform that there wasn't going to be an episode last week. Um, so, like, any updates happen there for us specifically. Um, you can really tell who's tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can really tell. You'll know what I mean if you go to our Twitter. Our Twitter is uh, Fans Talk NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it. We're going to kind of go over Texas a little bit and then go over, obviously, Talladega. Just because mm-hmm. we didn't really get to go over Texas, and I'm really the only one that got to watch the Texas race. Cause we were moving. Yeah, we were moving. We were extremely busy and moving. So We were at the new place. There was no internet. Um, yeah, we were, we were just moving. And I didn't get to watch any of the race. I only got to watch, like, a little bit of the end. And I got to watch it, but I was on my phone because yeah. I was moving around, doing things. We literally, on that Sunday, we had, like, half our things here. <laughs> and it was just everywhere. So we were busy doing all that stuff. But you're the one that watched the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go over the highlights. I do I do want to preface this to say I am sad we aren't doing, like, a fully in-depth episode on this because it's the one Texas race people actually got excited about. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. The Texas race is actually not bad. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been a lot of bad races. And it actually felt weird because usually I go to the Texas race. 
So I'm like, I don't know what people are complaining about. I love it because I'm at the track. Mm-hmm. And then I get and I come home and this is the first year I don't go to it because I'm moving. And everyone's like, oh, this is a pretty good text race. Because I was like, this is what people are complaining about? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. What do you mean? Yeah, everyone's always like, Texas is such a snooze fest. When are they going to get rid of that on the schedule? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then this race, they're like, is it good again? Yeah. I definitely feel like I'm hoping it wasn't just a fluke and next year it's good too. Mm-hmm. But it definitely seemed like the track kind of changed a little bit, especially with them not putting the PJ one. And what did you say that was again? Basically, it's just to add grip onto the second groove, so mm-hmm. it starts off really good. But then by the time it comes off, it, you basically delay any kind of grip you're gonna have later on, because mm-hmm. the grip goes away. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do it the other way, where you don't put PJ one, and you kind of go through the race naturally you should be able to have another lane or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't always work at every track because of just how the track is. So they've been doing that, I think, pretty much every year they've gone to Texas. But this year, they didn't. And it actually seemed to benefit Texas really, really well. Um, so that was a really cool to see. It wasn't a snooze fest. It was pretty interesting. It, you can tell the track was very, very slick. People were sliding around, couldn't hold it on the bottom. It was a really, really good race. I liked it a lot, honestly. So I thought that was so cool. Uh, obviously, it was extremely hot. And it was kind of funny. People were mentioning the heat. That was, if we're from Texas. So y'all probably, you know, if y'all are listening from somewhere else, you probably understand this. But that was one of the coolest days of the summer in Texas. <laughs> yeah. I Everyone think- was like, the heat, the heat. And I was like. It didn't even reach the 100s this It did. Weekend. It reached 101. Oh, it did? And oh. At Texmore Speedway. But, guys, it's literally been 105, 106. Mm-hmm. I've been walking in, like, 100 degrees. Yeah. My cutoff line, like, because I walk home. Or I used to walk home a lot from work. Um, and I was like, anything above 103, I'm not walking. <laughs> That's yeah. my cutoff line. <laughs> Yeah, and we had heat advisories every day mm-hmm. that said literally don't do anything outside, stay mm-hmm. inside. And I said, Fuck no. that. <laughs> I'm walking home. <laughs> I need a pack. Yeah, so um, definitely was a cooler day, and it was crazy to me how everyone said it was so hot. I thought it was actually nice, <laughs> but again, I'm from Texas, and it's nice. It was nicer compared to we're. Not, I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, 101 degrees is very cool or whatever. It's still very hot, yeah. but like it was definitely one of the nicer days of the summer. Mm-hmm. If I was at the Texas race, I would have been happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would oh, have been so grateful that it didn't reach like 105, yeah, or 110. There's even yeah, I was like, there's. I think there was a few instances where the heat got up to 110. Yeah, it did, and I, I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> Yeah, but okay, going back to the race, um, it was kind of crazy, honestly. Like, I, I, I think the first playoff driver to really have issue was Kyle Busch. When he <laughs> went around, he had, and he literally said, he's like, something's going on. And then a few laps later, doom, it spins out, or spins out. Uh, so he definitely had something wrong with this car and smacks the back of the car into the wall. On uh, turn one. I think I heard you saying, like, oh, Kyle's... Or, no, I saw... Because I get updates from Bob Pockerass and, like, Chris Knight and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I have them on notifications on Twitter. Yeah. And I saw that Kyle went into the wall. And I was like, I'm glad I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kyle went into the wall. Uh, 
And I will say, going through, because also I thought the craziest thing was Bubba Wallace was on pole. I, he got the I was, position, right? mm-hmm, I was so excited yeah. for that. And Chase Elliott was starting like fourth, which got me mad because I don't want him winning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we already know that. I don't want him winning. So I was mm-hmm. really annoyed by that. He was doing pretty good at the end, too. Like, he was up there, right? Yeah, he was up there. He was, was right behind. No, he was up there right behind Bubba. Mm. I mean, he was up there. But, oh, my God. He almost won both races. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was very close. I was like, I bet Jake was real, man. Yeah. I did watch the Talladega one. But anyways, let's not get ahead. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, so uh, it was Kyle Busch having issues. Um, Martin Truex Jr. spun out, too. But he didn't hit anything. And he, he was fine. And then we had... Um, after, honestly, stage two ended is when all heck bro loose, broke loose. All heck? Uh-huh. All heck broke loose. Everyone was, like, laying an egg. <laughs> oh my gosh we've been doing this for like weeks now ever since then debating <laughs> do you know what laying egg means <laughs> they knew they said it <laughs> yeah so it was actually uh, after the second stage all hell broke loose mm-hmm. I'd say Kyle Larson had one of the best cars Um, he was just flying he just seemed way in front of everyone else Denny Hamlin also had a really good car but it seemed like, honestly, to me, and this seemed like it was newer for Texas to have something like this, but tires mattered so much. Mm. If, you, if you're if you on the tires for 20, 30 laps, it doesn't matter. Like, you, in the past, it used to be, like, where even if even with that, you would literally be, like, you couldn't pass them because it was such a bad track. So tires mattering depends on track? Yeah, it depends on the track and also depends on the tire that Goodyear brings. Mm-hmm. But the tire that Goodyear brought was really good. We, you can see the tire wear, and you can see how it actually played into a role. Because at the end, we had people going in for four tires and people who staying out. And you can see the difference in how, yeah, it's still going to be hard to pass them. But for instance... And that's uh, what makes it good tire? Yeah, I think so. I think it's what everyone kind of aims for is like... You want the tire to be able where you have the wearing, and but not too much. You don't want your car. You don't want your tires blowing in twenty laps. You don't want it to be. You want it to be a factor, but you don't want it to be a detriment. Yeah. So like tire wear, you want it to be a factor, but you don't want it to be the factor of the mm-hmm. race. You just want it to add some, you know, salt and pepper into the race. Entertainment. It... Exactly. I'm honest. I think I made this clear in the first episode. I am on the side of entertainment. Whatever is entertaining. Not safety. I'm not saying, like, entertainment over safety. I would like entertainment and safety over... Let's do what Tony Stewart said. He said one time he was really pissed off when he Mm -hmm. got wrecked. And you can pull it up, and you'll find it on YouTube. What? So you can put it on our YouTube channel. (laughs) But he literally says that if by the halfway mark, if half of the cars aren't wrecked... At the super speedway, that we should have half of the cars go one way, half of the cars go the other way, and have each other wreck. Since NASCAR wants to do that, <laughs> that's what I did growing up on games. Exactly. And isn't that what he does on his uh, series? Is like if the if first place gets too far ahead, they call a caution or whatever. Yeah. See, that's entertainment. Yeah. I knew I liked that guy. <laughs> Yeah, um, but anyway, so yeah, that happened. Bubba Wallace looked very much in control of the end of the race. 
And honestly, he's up there the whole time. Mm-hmm. The whole time. And I'm gonna be honest. I he just choked. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not here to talk trash by him or say he's not a good race car race car driver. It's not all I'm saying. It's just it happens. You 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 choke it away. And I know Bubba's having a really hard time finishing mm-hmm. races, and he's mentioned it finishing a race because and like he he even mentioned it in this uh, post race interview of Texas was. He's the best restarter in the game, which is true. NBC brought up stats, and he's gained the most positions by far anyone else when it comes to restarting. Mm-hmm. And he blew that last restart. He literally lost two positions. I do remember that moment because um, you pulled it up. You know, me and Drago were both fans of Bubba, and he's like, look, J- Bubba's in the lead. There's like however many laps left. And, like, they're about to do a restart. He's the best restarter, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, it restarted. He falls back. And you're like, you just look at me and you go, he choked. And you're like, damn. Like, you weren't even mad. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was weird, like, seeing you like that. Like, I thought you would have been like, oh, my gosh, what the heck? Like, you, the way you get mad about Chase Elliott. Yeah, I think I was more disappointed because. <laughs> We're not mad, Bubba. We're disappointed. <laughs> It was just because I was rooting for him so hard, and I knew, like, I knew that, like, I was already thinking in my head, but Wallace wins Texas, and he's mm-hmm. on to the round of eight, and I, um, I got excited. Like, I, I didn't so watch the excited. whole race, and then just seeing the highlight of, like, Bubba's in first, mm-hmm. you're doing a restart, he's good restarts, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, I definitely think. It's because of me. Because <laughs> you watched it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I do think, though, like, he'll, he'll get better, he'll learn from it, like, mm-hmm. I. At the end of the day, he still needs more experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's barely starting to break, crack, you know, being in the top five every weekend. Mm-hmm. He's not a rookie, but he's still, I think, for me, in I, my book, he's still new, you know? Yeah, I think, like, last year, honestly. Last year when he won at Kansas was the first time when I saw him really being consistently in the top five or top ten. Before that, he mm-hmm. was still learning the cars and learning the teams, and he just seemed like he had a, a learning curve bigger than everyone else. Mm-hmm. But he's really starting to get, like, this whole year seemed like it was more consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think he needs to work on road courses still. But I that's something he's also said. Like, he knows he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so then ends up being... Um, Byron. Yeah, when Byron wins the race. Uh, I remember being really disappointed by that. Why? In... One of the earlier episodes, we talked about, like, oh, I think William Byron's going to be the the champion, you know? Because he's just been winning a lot or whatever. And I said that because I I do feel that way, but I don't want to see him win. You know what I mean? Like, when you're like, like, oh, my gosh, like, Denny Hamlin's doing great. Or, like, when Kyle Larson won. uh, All those races. He won all those races and won the championship, like. That was so boring. Yeah, it sucked. (laughs) Like, it's that thing, like, oh, he's going to win, but, like. Man, I really wish it was Kyle Bush or I wish it was Chase Elliott. Yeah. I like I have that feeling and like William Byron is that person for me right now. I I know you're saying like he's not winning that much or like he's not winning as much as it used to be like, but I'm new. I'm only paying attention now. And he's winning a lot and I'm finding it boring. And so I was pretty upset to see him win. Like good for him. He's a good driver, you know? Mm-hmm. You deserve those wins. I'm not saying he doesn't, but it's like yeah. it's just like, man. <laughs> wish somebody else won <laughs> yeah I hear you saying just getting kind of tired of it yeah but that's the benefit of being so good 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he wins. Obviously. It's like when I play NASCAR and I put all the AIs on easy. <laughs> yeah, the AIs are <laughs> be like, I wonder where she's at. She's already five laps ahead. <laughs> I won every race of the championship. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then Byron ends up um, winning the race. Mm-hmm. Moves on to round of eight. You know, now the playoff standings leaving it. After Texas. After Texas. After was, Texas, before Talladega. We had... Brad Keselowski 7th plus 8. Kyle Larson 8th plus 2 because he wrecks. He wrecks. Oh, that was another key moment into everything was Kyle mm-hmm. Larson and Bubba fighting for the lead clean. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Larson just spins out. And that was crazy. I thought he was going to take Bubba out. Not mm-hmm. on, intentionally, but when he spun out, I thought he was in, Bubba was going for a round 2. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He only So that really hurt Kyle Larson. Because I think he, before that wreck, he was like plus 30-something. And now, leaving, he's plus 2. Bob Wallace is minus 2. Tyler Reddick is minus 3. Ryan Blaney, minus 11. Kyle Busch, minus 17. Obviously, we had the issue. Uh, so, it did not Sad live. to see Kyle as uh, 12th. Rock bottom. Yeah. Very sad to see that. Yeah, so that, that sucked mm-hmm. um, for him. Now, I will say, going into Talladega, I was was, was like, Bob Wallace is going to be Mm -hmm. out of this. He's going to be in in the top eight. Mm -hmm. I really believe that because he's been extremely good in super speedways. Uh, Going into Talladega, for me, I felt, in terms of the last four, which is, the last four, the cutoff is is Bubba Wallace, Tyler Reddick, uh, Ryan Blaney, and Kyle Busch. Mm-hmm. And I felt really sad. I felt like Bubba could crawl his way out. I felt like he had a chance. He was only minus two. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Bush, I was really sad to see him there. But I was like, I don't know. I don't. Feel, I, I don't feel super sad if he gets eliminated. I don't know why. I was wow. really sad to see Ryan Blaney though. I hate to see him come out first round. Isn't that what happened last season too? He was out the first round or something like that. And like the whole the whole season last season, he was right. He was always so close to winning, but he never could quite get a win. I don't know. I think that made him an underdog in my eyes. And now he's like a little puppy to me, and I want to protect him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were your thoughts? I think my thoughts were like I said. Like I just wanted Bubba to win the race. Mm-hmm. And now knowing going out of Texas, he's minus two. I was like, it's all good, bro. You had a good day. You finished, I think, third. You'll be fine. Just go and tell the digger, let's win this shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not even win it, but like, get good points and finish good. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And going into it now. Make bake, baby. Uh, now going into the Talladega race. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened in the week between. Well, I'm sure stuff happened, but it was mainly like schedule whispers and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. We decided we don't want to talk about that until the schedule comes out, mm-hmm. which is next week, right? Or this week? We No one knows. Oh. But it should be sometime soon. Mm. So we'll talk about it when that happens. Mm-hmm. And obviously, obviously, we're moving too, so we really didn't have time this past yeah, week. Yeah, to really look at rumors and stuff. Yeah, like, we were moving almost every day and packing and mm-hmm. unpacking and... We did it, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Wednesday... And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of packing and moving every day. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so at the end of uh, stage one, Ross Chastain and Kyle um, 
it really honestly started from Ricky Stenhouse Jr. From what he said on the radio was he started stumbling. His engine start, or his fuel pump started stumbling. He switched it to reserve and start, started stumbling even more. And that's what made him go so much slower than everyone else. And that's when it took out Ross Chastain and Kyle Busch a little bit. I know he had damage, but it wasn't that bad. But mm-hmm. that's what took out Ross Chastain from the race. I'm so, so glad you remember that because I, I took notes on this, but my notes aren't that good. And so I just put Chastain and Kyle, end of stage one. <laughs> I don't even know which Kyle I was talking about. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, and after that, we had a crazy fire on pit road. I was like, what oh, yeah. the heck is that? Because, you know, on TV, it just showed a big old fire. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is going on? I, For real. I was honestly kind of scared. Like, I maybe thought a it was car like, was on fire. Like, I thought there was a car underneath that fire. I thought it was either a car or like, I was like, what if it's a person? Like a crew member mm-hmm. or something? Because I I, it was zoomed in. So you don't really know how big this fire is, but you can tell it's a big fire. Yeah, it's like super big and you just see a bunch of black smoke. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is going on? But it ended up just being a gas can. Thankfully. Um, Ty Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. I I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to explode. It's going to explode. Everybody duck. But so I guess many, it doesn't. <laughs> like, I, I don't think they put enough emphasis on this. So many things have to go wrong in order for something like that to happen. <laughs> One, the gas can gets stuck into the car. Mm-hmm. Two, the uh, Ty Gibbs takes off and the gas can stays engaged. Mm-hmm. Three... When it when it's coming off of the car, finally, mm-hmm. gas is spilling out from it. Four, there has to be a spark from the car mm-hmm. or enough heat to start it. Mm-hmm. All of that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so crazy to think. There's been so many times where a gas can leaves pit road or like leaves the leaves their. But never caught fire. Yeah, never caught fire because it's not going to catch fire just instantly. You have to have some kind of. Yeah, you need a spark. Mm-hmm. Or some kind of, like, heat, uh, source of heat. So that was some Final Destination shit. shit. But nobody died. Yeah, but it was just, like, all Somebody the... escaped death. <gasps> that could be was true. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then... Well, all, the, all the fans there that were in the stands, <laughs> they're scared now for their lives. Yeah. We also had, uh, there wasn't, like, too many wrecks, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have the Carson host of our crash with Brackenzowski pushing. Yeah, I put host of our crash, but I I remember there was a lot of people in that crash. Yeah, um, it Brackenzowski was pushing him, and honestly, I don't even feel like it was anyone's fault. A lot of people are saying Brackenzowski because obviously Brackenzowski a few years back came out and said that he was not gonna be nice to anyone. He was tired of being wrecked by people at super speedways, mm-hmm. so. It looked like he did what he did always and just doesn't lift. But it didn't really seem any. It it didn't really seem bad to me, honestly, either. It kind of just made me feel like it was a, it was a little hard and also it was a push that Carson Hosovar couldn't handle. So, like, it was okay. I guess it was just kind of like more like a racing incident to me. Mm-hmm. It was. So you're saying like what happened is, uh, who who was pushing Brad? I was going to say Kevin Harvick. Mm-hmm. Brad Kaz- Brad. <laughs> Kazowski. Yeah, him. He was pushing him, expecting him, like, like when you're pushing a rookie like that, you're kind of taking a, a, a sort of, I guess, a leap of faith. 
really like i hope they can handle this you know if they don't handle it they don't handle it but like we got a race you know yeah yeah and it just ended up Hosovar couldn't uh handle it handle it yeah and even afterwards uh in the infield center infield care center mm-hmm. carson Hosovar was talking to kevin uh i'll say kevin Hart, <laughs> was talking to brad kazowski Asking him, like, what he could have done better. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's still learning it, too. So, he's like, did I, was it, did I do anything wrong? How yeah. could I have been better on, in that situation? Mm-hmm. So, he's just learning from it, too. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, really the only, like, big, big crash. It was, like, an awfully wholesome crash. That's all I remember. That was my takeaway. Yeah, there was, yeah. Oh, and then, obviously, Brad did damage and all that. Mm-hmm. Brad um, was out from that, right? I think so. And then... Race gets going again, pretty much green the rest of the way. Uh, we did have, yeah, green pretty much the rest of the way, and then um, there was no big one. Like, it, at the end of the race, usually, I think they well, said the last happen. the last nine races have finished in a green-white checkered flag, and there was no green-white checkered. It was just straight up to the end of the race. Uh-huh. But there was a big crash behind the winner. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Everyone wrecking at the finish line. Yeah. So, yeah, I forgot about that. That's true. It happened after, technically. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. (laughs) I just remember. I was like, oh, my gosh, Blaney wins. And then, like, all the cars crashing, but nobody really talked about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I bet NASCAR had fun figuring out who finished what on that. (laughs) For real. They had Uh, their homework. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Blaney edges out Kevin Harvick ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. It was race. like a point zero 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 point zero twelve. Yeah, it was point zero twelve. That's uh, a lot of zeros. <laughs> or point zero zero twelve, whatever. That uh, was like point zero whatever the heck seven. No, it was a twelve in there. I thought they were saying no. the twelfth. Like there are twelve zeros out. Okay, I quit this podcast. I'm done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> you didn't even yeah. watch it. I did. I watched Talladega. Did you watch post race and everything? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, I heard didn't. his interview. And what about after? There's nothing after that, is there? Yes. Oh <laughs> my god. It's just Blaney being like, "I had a good time," and then all of a sudden, Law and Order's on. <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs> um, but then later on, Harvick's DQ'd mm-hmm. because of doubt. Yes, Harvick got this. Qualified, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I was already like, "Oh my gosh, Blaney beat Kevin Harvick in his retirement year by a, a point zero twelve of a second. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy." It was like seven tenths or something. I hate you. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I was like, "This is crazy." Harvick fans are mad. And then, yeah. and later on, a couple hours later, NASCAR was like, "Harvick is disqualified. His windshield wipers weren't." fastened yeah or not his wipers his windshield itself wasn't Mm -hmm. fastened which honestly is a safety issue that's a huge thing yeah i definitely think it was just luck because from what rowdy childers his crew chief said he's like yeah dude like i've been caught cheating i've been caught pushing a car too much this isn't one of those times Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is literally just bad luck Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, literally the car is vibrating, which is true. Super speedways, your car is going to be vibrating probably about 95% of the time. Usually make sure you tighten it better. I guess so, right? Because it wasn't sc- mm-hmm. screwed on properly, whatever. 
Who's in charge of Titan Demon? I don't know. Who I do like. I bet it was Kevin Harvick himself. He's like, don't worry, windshield tighter guy. I got this one. Oh, I will say though <laughs> that Byron. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of brought up his car and how it looked off because they were trying to do the OSS trick with the more black scheme. Mm-hmm. So and it was interesting because NASCAR took it to the R and D. The R and D. Research and Development Center. So they tear down the car and look at everything, see what. Make sure it's like good. Uh huh. They do that to every like two cars every race, mm-hmm. and it's just randomized. But randomized, and I think it's cool they took. Uh, Willem Byron's. Because if anything is wrong with the car, they'll let us know probably tomorrow on mm-hmm. Wednesday. <laughs> so, we'll see. But oh, I just, so that's like a developing story. I don't want to say developing. It's just a lot of people are like, oh, Willem Byron's trying to trick the OSS. The OSS system is the system that they put cars through to make sure they're not doing anything legal and the car is legal right is it, before, is before like, the race starts. Is it like that weird computer thing where mm-hmm. like they go in and like yep. if anything's and they're like, oh, you failed, so you mm-hmm. go to the back or whatever? Yep. But it's also a very known big trick that if you have black, it kind of, the machine kind of doesn't pick it up if it's illegal. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And William Byron's car had more black on it than it usually does. Um, but so did Kyle Bush's. No, but... Or it's gonna. No, no, no. So, William Byron's paint scheme, specifically, and you can bring it up on our YouTube, mm-hmm. but normally, his car has less black in the front of the hood mm-hmm. than it did this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that was, it was pretty noticeable, too. Yeah, so Harvey got disqualified. Uh, they kind of mentioned, like, running, I was saying about running shooters, he kind of... This is not one of those nights or days where he went really hard on the card. So, mm-hmm. just seems like unlucky for them this year, which sucks because it's his final year. But also, probably is a good omen. Like, yeah, dude, it's time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> like the gods are being like, yeah, it's time for you to go, bro. I don't know. I feel like if I was Harvick, I would be like, all right, I'm not retiring this year. I gotta go on it. Like, I can't have this kind of crap happening happening in my retirement year. Next year is my retirement year. <laughs> Hell, not me. I'd be like, oh, no, I got to get out. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> you know, there was a big fire on pit road. I got to get out of here. <laughs> uh, so, but now the playoff standings. Leaving Talladega, you have... Bush is still 12. Minus Bush, 26 now. Yeah, Ross has stayed 11 minus 10 now because of his wreck. Then you have Bubba minus 9. Who lost points? And you have Tyler Reddick minus two. Ross Chastain's now because of his wreck. And then you have eighth Breck Hazowski plus two because of his wreck, and Kyle Larson plus fifteen, which he gained, which is good for him. But I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be very, very honest with you. Mm-hmm. We know how crazy the Rover is. Every year, something crazy happens in that freaking track. Mm-hmm. So you're, I'm I'm you're... going to say right now, uh-huh. Christopher Bell, down so fourth place, down all the way to twelfth place is not safe. Christopher Bell is only a plus twenty two. We've seen how quick that cushion goes away, and mm-hmm. the roval. I mean, look at Daniel Suarez last year. 
he lost so many points because his uh, power steering. Yeah, because of his power steering. So I never knew what the hell a power steering was until then, and now I'm very aware. Mm-hmm. It's the steering of power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna say right now, no one is safe. No one is safe here. I will say Bubba has. I'd say out of all these people, Bubba has probably the worst chance to make it out. Just because he's purely not good at or of course, yeah. Everyone else has the best chance. Out of the bottom four, you mean just in general? Just in general, like who do you think out of these twelve people could win the Roval? I'm gonna say Tyler Reddick. Mm. I think Tyler Reddick could win. And he's on. He's on the cutoff. He's minus two. Mm-hmm. I think Tyler Reddick can win. Denny Hamlin probably is going to win, honestly. Um, but he's already plus 50, so that doesn't matter. And those are probably the two I'd be looking at. My gut is telling me Truex is out. You think so? Mm-hmm. He's had a very up and down playoffs, honestly. Mm-hmm, he has. I mean, I've, every round so far, he's lost points. He hasn't gained any points. Mm-hmm. Watch Christopher Bell snub this again. He might. He might. He's good at road courses. I'd say the only person I can't see winning the race is Bubba Wallace on this on this round of twelve. Bubba Wallace is the only one I can't see winning the race. Damn. But I Do will you even s- see Blaney winning before Bubba. Yeah, Blaney won the inaugural Roval race. He did. Yeah. Oh. When Martin Truex Jr. and Jimmy Johnson wreck going to the final turn. Mm-hmm. So, I love Bubba, and I I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he proves me wrong, because I would be so excited. I come on to this, mm-hmm. I would come on to next week's podcast and be like, hell to the motherfucking, yeah, he proved <laughs> my ass wrong. He's going to round of eight. Let's go, baby. But. In the, in the words of Tyler Joseph, prove me wrong. Yeah, sure. Tyler Joseph, okay. <laughs> He's the only one that's ever said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, that's who I think. Probably the best chance of moving on. But I think it's the worst. Who do you think? It's gonna be- Who has the worst chance? Yeah. Gut, like I said, telling me Martin Truex. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I don't know. Gut is also telling me Kyle Larson's going to win. But my gut is very often wrong, so... You have a lot of... Your gut tells you a lot of things. It does. We talk a lot. Apparently. We're same. very bonded. All right, then. Well, My gut gets me. <laughs> I I'm will just say really that. happy that By- that Not Byron. That Blaney is locked in. I'm so happy about that. Well, let's see if he gets the next round. Championship four round. <laughs> okay. I was, I was like, he is. What do you mean? He's He got to win. Um, I will say... I, I, I'm sad. If, it, what? Why? Kyle Busch. I think he's out. Oh, you think so? I think he's out on this round. He can win. I and mean, we've seen Kyle Busch come up to the occasion, so. I'd love for him to prove me wrong, in he's... the great words of Tyler Johnson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. He's also very, he's, when it comes to putting out on the line, he's very checkers or wreckers. He's either going to. Mm-hmm. Crash out of this race, or he's going to win this race. I want to hear him on the radio the whole weekend just saying, This car is trash. This car is not good. 
is garbage. Absolutely. Because that's usually when he wins. Exactly. That's what I want to <laughs> hear from him. If he's like, hey, we have a good car, I know we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, if someone in the bottom four wins and moves the cutoff line up. So, for instance, Bubba Wallace, he's mi- he's minus nine to Brad Kaznowski. But let's say Kyle Busch does win and moves the cutoff line down. And now, all of a sudden, Bubba needs 15 extra more points to pass Kyle Larson. But even that cutoff, if, if Kyle Busch wins. Huh? Cutoff if Kyle Busch wins. What are you talking like, about? Like, this is the cutoff race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you talking about? Any point, like you're saying, he'll need 15. Mm-hmm. Right? Extra. Yeah. If anyone from the bottom four or below him win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he needs to earn that all in this race. Yeah. And just to be extra super duper safe, he should get plus 30. No, he should <laughs> What the heck did you get 30 from? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you just want to be safe about these things. No, okay, so let me explain this. Bob Wallace is minus 9. Mm-hmm. Brad Kazowski is plus 2. He is 8th. Bob Wallace is minus 9. Which means Bob Wallace needs 9 points to, pad, to pass Brad Kazowski. Mm-hmm. If he gets 9 points more than Brad Kazowski in the whole race and everything else stays the same... He's into the next round. Brad Kozlowski's out. Now, if someone under Bob Wallace wins, Bross Chastain or Kyle Busch, they automatically go to the next round, which moves them up into the round of eight, and it moves one person down. So whoever's in eighth place, they get moved down. Whoever's in seventh gets moved down to eighth. Whoever's in sixth gets moved down to seventh, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. <clears throat> that means... All of a sudden, Brad Kazdowski would be the last guy out. And Bubba would be 11th. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that would bring Kyle Larson down to 8th, which he's already plus 15. So, Bubba Wallace is minus 9 right now. I compared see. to Brad Kazdowski. But he need to, if someone else wins under him, he would need to gain 15 more points. For him to just get on in in points, he needs plus 15. Hmm. He needs... Plus 16. He needs plus 15 and plus 9. So he needs, what, uh, 24 points total. More than Kyle Larson. Mm, How will he get those points? By staying... Stages? In first the whole race? I would say just stages. He'd have to win stages. And the good thing, though, is for him, what's going for him is... They're going back to cautions in the playoffs for road courses to make sure everything is the same. So, um, or not stages, but cautions. I think I haven't said that. So maybe if he's not in the front, Bubba Wallace stays out and wins the stage. Because usually the way it works is at the end of stage one, right before it, pit road closes, whoever's leading the race goes to pit road mm-hmm. to get tires and all that. Opening a lot of chances for extra points for people so Bubba's doing pretty well maybe top 10-ish and everyone else goes to the pits I stay out yeah why not you need points points. and do that again stage 2 and in stage 3 who knows what the fuck happened in stage 3 but you need those points something happened earlier this season or somebody stayed out and like 
like I had it like what the heck like everybody's going to pit road but then you're like no they need points I think it was Chase Elliott like, mm-hmm. he needs points so he stayed out mm-hmm. he's not gonna win the race but he needed the points yeah I was like oh pit strategy mm-hmm. smart and pit only... strategy involves sometimes not going to the pit yeah isn't that crazy that's why it's called pit pit strategy yeah but I'm saying sometimes the pit strategy is not going to the pit yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we end it. <laughs> but yeah, that was an overview of Texas and Talladega. I'm really excited for this weekend. I am so busy this weekend. I'm going to Austin to watch the Longhorns and Oklahoma game. Obviously, the game's in Dallas, but I'm going to be in Austin to watch it for a watch party. And so, that's going to be lit. I went there like a few like two years ago that was so much fun no way you just said lit yeah how old are you bro lit bro it is lit oh my god it is lit i'm embarrassed i quit the podcast but anyways yeah so i have a pretty busy weekend ahead of me but i am so pumped for robo i'm gonna be watching every freaking because we never know what's gonna happen there and if y'all don't believe me go watch every single rover race and tell me the ending is not crazy if you don't believe that he's not gonna watch every single lap you need to look at our Twitter because he will tweet everything. He will treat, tweet something every single lap. What? Yeah. You, is that... <laughs> you want me to tweet every lap? Oh, Every God. single lap, you have to tweet something. <laughs> You're like, oh, he fast. He's still fast. <laughs> I can try. Still fast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I do my best to do every lap. But Imagine. <laughs> Sheesh. But... No, you still need to take notes for the podcast. That's true. All right, guys. Well, we'll talk to y'all next time. If y'all are listening, if not, it's it's always nice to hear my voice. I still see you, person from Belgium. Thank you. Hey, Belgium. We got Let's some go. Belgium fans. Let's go, baby, Belgium. Let's Belgium, go, Belgium, Belgium, Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Y'all have a great rest of y'all's night. Watch our YouTube for visuals. All right, follow us on Twitter. Fans talk NASCAR. Again, we'll be more active now now that we're fully moved and we're ready for the next chapter of our lives. Hell yeah, baby. Let's go.